I'm Michael Whitehouse, and this is the Writer's Republic podcast. Writer's Republic helps authors get their stories to the world by supporting them and publishing their own book their own way. On this show, we interview authors to share the story behind the story. Stick around after to learn how you can get their book and for information on how Writer's Republic can help you publish your own book. And now, let's learn the story. Hello, I'm Michael Whitehouse, your host, and today I am interviewing Keith Ricketts, the author of Words I Wrote. Youngest of six kids born into a military family, Keith moved around a bit growing up, settling in Savannah, Georgia, then Augusta, Georgia, graduated high school in 1979 and went into the Air Force. Getting out of the Air Force, he joined the Colorado Air National Guard, uh, which he retired from after 20 plus years of active service, currently living in Montana. Since 2005, he works for a nonprofit company providing reentry services to offenders reentering society. It took him over 40 years to get some of his poetry published, but he's hoping it does not take that long for his next book to come out. Um, so, welcome, Keith, to the interview. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So, tell us, like, tell us about your process. What, what, what does it take for you to get those words onto paper? It's, it's kind of a strange process. It usually happens when I'm driving in my car, which really makes it hard to write anything. <laughs> so one of the things that I, I did was is I have a little portable tape player, and uh, I record whatever goes into my brain as I'm driving. Hmm. And other times uh, when I get struck by something to write, uh, so long as there's paper and a pen, doesn't matter. It can be a napkin, it can be tissue paper, envelope. I've done that several times. And usually what will happen is, is uh, all of these things will end up in one area of a desk. And I will go through them, which is how I came up with the title, Words I Wrote. Mm -hmm. That's what the desk was, all the words that I had written. And I go through it, and uh, sometimes I can put one out right away. Other times, it takes a few years. So. Okay. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. so is, your, is your book mostly poetry or prose or what's what's the focus? It on? is poetry. Okay. It is poetry. Definitely. Very nice. And I still work today. Mm -hmm. Um. And so, so how long? When did you start writing? Probably somewhere about 1975, 76. Okay. Junior so that, high that, school. Junior high school. Yeah, and uh. I know that, uh, like in high school, we had some assignments, and I, I did one or two of my poems for some literature assignments. That was about the extent of anybody reading anything. So, <laughs> and my sister used to read them all the time. Yep. So, so what inspired you to start writing when it wasn't assignments, of course? Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. It was just something that I've always liked to do: is write, write stuff on paper, and. Eventually, it just blossomed into poetry instead okay. of short stories or long stories because I, I really couldn't stay focused on stuff like that for very long. But mm -hmm. poems, good. right? And so, what made you decide to start saving what you wrote? I felt that it was good for me anyway to go back and read them because mm -hmm. it was kind of like a emotional release for me when I was writing, mm -hmm. and that's probably why I, I started when I did. And I really just had a hard time parting with anything that I wrote. Mm. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, little, little time capsule of yourself at that moment. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I've got books all over the place that have little bits and pieces written in them, and I refer to those as well. So. Yeah. 
Um, and and so in the the notes I have, it says that you you never let people lo- start looking at what you were writing until 1981. What happened then that you started letting people see what you were writing? I was living in, a, in Oklahoma City. I was in the Air Force, and uh, my roommate and I, we moved off base, and we each had separate apartments, and we decided to just move into this house. And uh, we got all of the stuff in there, and he was going through some boxes, and he happened to find my writing, and he read it. And uh, he told me he thought it was really good. I should think about getting some of the stuff published. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, I think that's when I lost the stigma of letting people read what I wrote. And nice. I've had people read it over the years many times. So so 1981 was a little while ago when he first said she got this published and you got it published in 2022. Is that right? Correct. Yep. yep. So so what, what made you decide to wait 41 years between someone saying you should get this published and actually getting it published? You know, I, I just kept putting it off for, and no really good reason for it. And uh, I was writing some poems back in 2021. And uh, I decided, you know what, instead of just keeping these things in a binder, let's get them into a word processor and mm-hmm. send them and see if we can get it published. And that's what I did. Yeah. Did you find that you, you lost some of the writing because in, in pieces of paper oh, yeah. in there? Oh, yeah. I, I've moved around a lot. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. when, when one moves, we lose things. And I've probably lost more poems than I've kept, <laughs> unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, that's certainly one of the challenges. Of course, even if it is digital, then you hard drive crashes and oh yeah, things. Yeah. It's a great reason to get it out and get it published. Yeah, I try not to put anything onto the hard drive until it's actually a finished pro- product. Okay. I, I usually, when I'm writing, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I can remember I wrote something June 8th, 1980 on a Banff Airlines napkin. <laughs> and uh, wrote the whole thing out in flight. And I hung on, and I still probably have the napkin someplace. But I, I wrote the poem out eventually, and I have binders, and everything is handwritten until I uh, get around to putting it into a word process. Yeah, that's great. Um, so for someone out there who's who's writing and and they're holding off, they're not getting published, they're not they're not doing it. What would your advice be for them? I'd tell them to take whatever it is that they've got written, let a friend or a family member read over it. And I would tell them, go to Writer's Republic, because they, they will definitely help you get your your whatever. It doesn't have to even be poetry. They do all kinds of books. Mm. And I tell them to do something along those lines, because uh, you send it off to other publishers. And I don't know if you ever hear back or not. I never did. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So the Writer's Republic them, helped you a lot and helped you get going? Oh, yeah. All I did was send them an email on a Saturday and by Monday morning, I had an email back from them wanting me to send them whatever I had. Fantastic. Yeah. They don't mess around. They're, uh, they pretty much want, want you to, especially if this is like a dream, which is what it was for me. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a life dream, get something pu- published. And I went to get a book, a collection of them published. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, so do you plan to wait another 40 years before you put out your next book? No, 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 no. I've already got the binder set up for the next book, and I'm still working on the material. I, I've got enough material probably for oh, another two or three books. The, the trick, I guess, is is to make sure you get the right pieces into the right book. 
That's great. Well, fantastic. So your book is called Words I Wrote. Mm-hmm. And of course, people can find that at writersrepublic.com just by searching for Words I Wrote up in the search box or on Amazon. I believe they put you out, out there as well. It's been great to, yes. to learn your story. Um, and uh, what, what's the theme of the, you know, what's, what sort of things will they find in your book when they get it? Uh, I'm hoping that they find some things that will be thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, poetry, the way that I understand it, is designed to do a couple of things. One of them is an emotional response. Mm-hmm. And you want, I, I want the poems to hit home to where it does exactly that. It goes after the reader's heart and it makes them wow right there. And the intellectual response is, uh, you know, the one that I hope to get is, is where they sit back and they think for a minute and go, hmm, have I ever done that? Have I been on that side of the fence or the other side of the fence? Yep. Of a deal. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been great to learn about you and your book. And of course, people can again find it at writersrepublic.com. And and since you mentioned it, they can find all the rest about Writers Republic there too. So if they've got a book hiding inside them, waiting to get out, then writersrepublic.com is a place for that as well. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate your time. This has been the Writer's Republic podcast. To learn more about Writer's Republic and to find the books we talk about on the show, visit writersrepublic.com. If you like this interview, be sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you really liked it, why not share it with a friend? I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse. You can find out more about me at michaelwhitehouse.coach. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for another great interview with a fantastic Writer's Republic author.